One of the ways that we as Gleasons spend family time is with board games. There are some favorite games. Not all of us like each one, but you can normally convince at least three to play, whether it's Monopoly or Catan or Marbles and Jokers. Without going into the rules of each one, there are opportunities in each game for one player to stop another player from winning, whether it's knocking a marble home ruthlessly, <laughs> playing the robber on a resource square, or making that monopoly deal that cheats everyone else. Some players have a tremendous amount of luck, and they always seem to win. Other players go quietly about their game and surprise everyone at the end with a win. Board games are fun. They involve luck. They involve people competing. And I think that really good board gamers always enter into a game with a plan, an idea of what they're going to do to win the game. Some players, they always go for boardwalk. I always like the light blues because the hotels are cheaper. <laughs> Each turn involves a moment of choice, what to do. And advancing with each choice with one goal, win. Our gospel lesson today pictures Jesus advancing toward his goal. It's not a game, deadly serious. He knew what he was doing, and he knew what he was going to do. He was casting out demons. He was performing cures one day. The following, he was to do the same, and then he was off to Jerusalem to give his life for us done with the purpose of gathering all of his children as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. Jesus' ministry was to save all of us with his death, and part of that mission included signs, power, and signs of healing. Jesus had an idea of what he was to do day by day to accomplish his purpose. And Jesus knew when to say no to people when they tried to sidetrack him. Those Pharisees came to Jesus, and they urged him to go off his plan and get away from the area. But Jesus said no. Go and tell Herod that this is my plan. And then Jesus got about his work. He was not lured away from his mission and ministry. I wonder if Vladimir Putin sees life as a game. He wants to win. He has a strategy to do so. Why? The Christian worldview and reality has an answer, at least a possible answer. We are, as humans, part of God's creation, made in the image of God, which means that we are free, free to make choices. Free to make choices to love, to create, to reason, to live in harmony with God and creation. 
And yet from the beginning to this day, we have misused our freedom and made wrong choices, putting ourselves in the place of God. That sin is manifest in the smallest moment where it might seem little harm comes to another, to the global schemes and designs of nation states willing to kill indiscriminately. Some plans and designs are pregnant with selfish ambition and self-righteousness. Jesus isn't the only one with plans. Look at the Pharisees. They had a plan. They're less certain about what their plan might have been, but they were on a mission to warn Jesus to push their agenda, to push their fears onto Jesus, and they set out to accomplish their goal. As Lent continues and Holy Week comes, we'll see more plans the plans of the great high priest, the plans of Pontius Pilate, and those plans involve torture, suffering, death, and the crucifixion of an innocent man. If you haven't come up with a particular spiritual exercise to take up this Lent, what about reading the news, thinking about your life, thinking about your life's goals, and wondering, what is the moving force in my plans? And how is it affecting the people around me and the world? In your plans, is there reason, listening, discernment? Is there harmony and peace of heart? Are you creating beauty and wonder and health? Even more deeply, are you serving? Are you serving God in your plans? Or are you serving your own selfishness and pride? And the same goes as you watch world leaders, politicians, Priests, friends, family. What's their plan? What's their design? One way to grow as a good board gamer is to team up. Team up with someone who knows the rules, has played a game or two, even in the littlest moments and to-dos in our life, even in board games, there's help. And the same is true for the great mysteries of pain and destruction. For the deep destruction that sin wreaks in our intimate thoughts, real lives, and the life of the world, there is help. It's God. God who reveals his will through nature, through saints, through Jesus, we know that the world is filled with sin and that comes through in evil people like Hitler and Stalin and they go down in infamy. But we know of other lives too, lives that have wondrous and beautiful voices like forgive them. They know not what they do. 
Thou hast made us for thyself, O Lord, and our hearts restless until they find their rest in thee. Make us instruments of thy peace. I have a dream. Those voices come into our lives to inspire us to turn away from sin and self and reach out instead to serve, to help, to heal, to love and care. So this afternoon there's a concert here at church. Ismail Akmoradov called us asking for help. He wanted to put a concert on in the parish hall. And then he was joined by Irene Glad and Jana Hagee, people with roots in Eastern Europe, with family and friends affected by the war there. And those three coalesced into a group, United Ukrainian Volunteers. And as I watched them grow, just over two weeks, beauty, relationship, thirst for love and care, and healing were all present. And so then Carrie, Tripp, and I, and you too, were simply on their team, helping them put on a concert. And the women of Trinity joined the team, giving a $5,000 outright grant, and then a $5,000 matching grant. The proceeds of the concert go to save the children. No doubt the fledgling United Ukrainian volunteers will come up with more and direct opportunities to help, and I hope they share them with us and with you. But you know, as a New Orleanian, that was my experience of Katrina. Some big groups came in to help, and then church by church, person by person, a flood of love washed over people in need, raising them up. So what's your plan? What's your life strategy? In it to win? Are you in it to love, create, live in harmony, and follow Jesus? I know you are. And that plan, not without its trials, its dangers, its hurts and sufferings, but wow, what a blessing.